Welcome to the Healing Happy Hour with Crystal and Vienna, two deeply unserious people exploring serious topics while cackling and sometimes crying. Together, we're learning to push back against the trauma of being a human in the world today through ancient wisdom and practices, modern therapeutic techniques, and anything else that moves the needle towards healing. If you're also sick of tripping over your own bullshit, join us while we create a sanctuary for everyone who is ready to activate the magic in their life. All right. Well, how are you while we get the cards ready? I am okay. I am in a little bit of like semi-sad emo girl mode. Is it the changing seasons or just like? It's like changing seasons for sure. I think that has something to do with it. Which is like it's an it's naturally you know like the time where we become more introspective. But um, it's that, and I think like so over the weekend I had a, a great weekend. Um. I had a great weekend. However, I probably like overdid it a little bit <laughs> in terms of substance. And so Sunday I was like, oh girl, you need to go on a sabbatical. So I'm currently on a cannabis sabbatical. I am three days into sabbatical after like I am a I am a user of the cannabis. It was prompted because my therapist was like, are you self-medicating? And I was like, I mean, like more than usual, but like, <laughs> that is a lie. <laughs> I was like, okay, I just need to, um, I probably just need to feel some things. And so I'm feeling them. And so I'm a little bit like in sad girl mode. It's, it's good because it's like prompting me to make some changes, you know? Yeah. Um, and the boys were sickies over the weekend too. And I have now like what they have. I'm, but like otherwise fine, you know, just yeah. like seasonal ish. It, yeah. On the bright side, your nails are adorable. And your voice is like, oh, sexy sick. You know what you I mean? You know, girl, the last time I had laryngitis, I was like, ooh. Right? You're like, let me try out a couple of side businesses right now. I mean, I would abandon ship immediately for like a really good operator position if yeah, it were lucrative. Yeah, I could totally pick up a pack of Newports again and like really get a sexy time voice going. If nothing else, a little ASMR. Yeah. I love the one where the, they like throw the things down the stairs. Oh my God, that stresses me out. Like the marbles and stuff. Yeah, but then there's this girl who like re reacts to them and her voice really does it for me. And like, I just like the whole thing. I like the ones where they're making drinks. <laughs> Oh, I haven't seen those. Yeah, I like the ones where they're making drinks. Like, it's so extra, too. Like, there's, I don't know her name, but there's this one girl. I don't know where she works, but it's like, I don't know, somewhere like random, like a five below or some shit. And it's like, she's making like this Red Bull drink. And she like puts Red Bull and like flavor syrup and like these like cute little ice cubes. And she's got like her own little like mini fridge. I don't know, but it's just so, and like the sound of her long ass nails are like, tick, 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 tick. It, it cracks me up and I'm like this is so extra but also I can't stop watching it That's that in cleaning videos like carpet cleaning videos I'm like, oh I've gone through some phases with those variety of things I was like into the ones where they were using the compression like they would squish them. <gasps> love it got I think I like really got a little too stressed with some of them now um carpet cleaning ones were a big one I loved those and then I was like in the one where they would mix the different paint colors or like silicone colors to see like what it was going to be. Love those. 
That's a good one. Oh, uh, so good. Yeah. I love the carpet cleaning ones. Cause they'd be like, watch us restore this carpet that had a dead body in it 20 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> and it like grew mold in a landfill. And I'm like, oh my God, look at that gorgeous Persian rug. <laughs> That's the thing that makes me think that I can do anything. Yeah. Like I could clean my life up as well as they're cleaning that carpet. Meanwhile, I have like one dress that's been sitting on top of my washer for 47 wash loads because the idea of like getting whatever's on there out of it is a little too stressful for me. That's okay. Take your time. It'll be there. It's okay. It will be there. It is <laughs> setting into it too. I'm ready for you when you're ready. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to just dye the whole thing. Or like, let's be real. It was probably like a $12 something from Target that I could probably just use for rags or whatever at this point. Do you ever just like not do something to see how long it'll take you to do it? I mean, I think that's everything I do. I just... <laughs> Anything I'm supposed to do when I do it. And then when I finally get around to it and it takes me like 12 seconds, it does not put anything in my brain. Like I learn nothing from it that I'm like, this is so easy. Every time. Although like, I'm not gonna lie, when the riddling is riddling, like um, it's a little like less likely I'll do that. But sometimes I'm just like, you know what? One more day. One more day. One more day. It'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> it will be there. And you'll leave for me. <laughs> How are you, my love? How am I? I'm good. You know, the baby, the cold, or I don't know. It's not COVID. I'm just assuming like a typical baby cold. And I wish I was a more compassionate person when people are sick, but I think I get very nervous. I do too. And I think it like triggers me in some way that like I'm not the really compassionate, kind person I wish I was. And that's crazy talk. I know. And I'm like, but I wish that I was the person that was like, oh, let me tuck you in and like, let me get you this and let me get you this. And like, oh, I'm going to do this for you. And I'm going to do this for you. And like, I'm going to be puttering around every second of the day, just doing all these things for you. First of all, that's not me. Second of all, I'm a little more likely to do it with my kids. I'm like a grown ass man. <laughs> shade. <laughs> what a shade, right? I mean, but even still, then I'm like, oh my gosh, if I was like, I should be doing that because that's what, like, you know, I don't know. I just, I really get in my own head about it. I, I get that. It's like I abandon them or anything. Like, I'm still like, oh my God, of course not. You know, like, okay. Birdie, baby girl, was not eating. Any meal. She, she like she was hungry. Like she would have like a gogurt pouch or like a like an applesauce, but like clearly like the food was not doing it for her. And we ran out of popsicles. So I door dashed a couple boxes of popsicles and like just fed her some popsicles all day. But then of course, like once I sat down, I was like, oh my God, like I did have fruit. Like I could have been like blending her up some like pureed berries and like made her. Like there would be more nutrients if I made the popsicles myself and like, <laughs> but I feel like, okay, I do feel like my mom would have done that when I was Bro, a kid. My mom too. And then she would have been like hella mad because she had to fucking take the time to blend that shit up and get it to me. Like my mom literally was like, pero Cristo, when you was a baby, I blended all your food myself. And I'm like, that's fantastic. And I tried that for like a minute, but child, no. And like, is the baby fed? Is she fed? She is fed by 47 popsicles. She's yeah. fed and we're and she loved those popsicles. What she will remember is that <laughs> my mom gave me like 47 popsicles when I was sick because that is that's what made me feel better. 
Yeah. And you know what? I did get the no sugar added ones. <laughs> Look, my kids would be like, ew, my mom made me popsicles. She didn't even buy them from the store. That's like what my kids would do. You would have put some like beautiful healing, like herbal botanicals in there. They would have been fixed up by the end of the day. Those oh, would- no. They, they didn't give a shit. They were sick. They started to get sick on Friday. When they're like that, they they want to like lay in my bed and like sleep with me and like I'm like no and and this is gonna sound terrible but I my kids are so flippy floppy all I've got is like the sleep I get at night and I'm like please lord so like unless like like when they had COVID I was like okay come on like come to me but like when you have like a cold child if you don't go back to your room and lay down because we can't both be crazy in the morning. Like we need to all get our rest and I can't do it if your foot is in my face and I will, I will snuggle them. I will get them whatever they want within reason, but like there is sanity to maintain. And as long as they are fed and not like, you know, falling over. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing what we do. We don't need. We're mothering. Yeah. Right. I, I also got some like frozen berries in that DoorDash order. So I was like, maybe I can make her like a smoothie tomorrow. Aww. A fruit in that. That's a little more. Oh my gosh. You see, like, stop. You're a good mother. <laughs> yeah. So that's that, you know, just that like. The mommy. Yeah. Something more you tell yourself you could be doing. There's always something we could be doing. There's a lot of something else, though. Yeah. Might as well just do the bare minimum. <laughs> Sometimes, like, it's all I can manage. Truly. Like I said, if they're happy, all they're going to remember is that, like, they snuggled in your lap and you fed them popsicles and they got better. That's true. We watched so much Mickey Mouse and Elmo today. Oh, so, I'm like, all right, you, you got your friends. We're good. Hmm. I loved it. Well, shall we? Pull a con to see where we are. Yeah, go ahead. Go oh, for it. Jesus Christ. It's just jumping out at you. I know. Thank you, Spirit. I appreciate that. Oh, I love that for us. It's community. Oh, oh she's pretty. Mm-hmm. Three bad bitches um, on this Oracle deck. <laughs> I love that it popped out. Like, here, shut your mouth. Um, take this. Okay. Connection with kindred spirits. So this card shows three women celebrating, sharing ideas, and supportive energy. The lights in the picture represent your ever-present spirit community as well. When this card appears, it indicates an association of some kind. It may be a casual connection of like-minded people, joining a club or community of some sort, or even a business partnership (laughs) consisting of three or more entities. The time is right to make new connections and to share intentions on whether they're personal or professional. Networking and community are important parts of the human experience, and the security and sense of connection can be beneficial to all. It's true that when several people join their intentions, it accelerates their power in the energetic realm. Receiving this card puts you on notice that the universe is sending some beneficial allies your way. Wait, I love that for us and for the podcast community, all the listeners too. I know. And and like just for the record. Nothing makes me happier than when the homegirls send like me a voice note after they listen to one of the episodes and they're like, oh my God, we loved it. Like we said in the very first, like this has been such like a ode to the homies, you know, that like, I just love that for us. You know, like if, if 
obviously like I want to be like a little famous like podcast famous but if if like nothing else happened just the fact that like the people we love are like oh my gosh we love it it just makes me delighted so my favorite thing about those messages from people is finding out which of the people in my life which like new acquaintances people I don't know quite as well which of them are also Cheesecake Factory stands oh yeah because I found a few of them and I'm like so you're in right like we're going to Cheesecake Factory together we're going to start working our way through that menu we need a network yeah I cheesecake across the USA truly something that we could not do on our own (laughs) the Cheesecake Factory spinoff Crystal, you and I have not even talked about this, but I feel like that card was put there because we should start really talking more about the Patreon community that's going to be coming up too and having people (laughs) get involved because we come up with some really great resources that we're wanting to put there. And I think there's some great stuff. So for sure, there's, we've, we've had like um, a couple opportunities to like brainstorm about some things that we want to do in a Patreon community. And, you know, it's, it's. I think it's going to be some really good and juicy stuff, like even some meditations and, um, oh my God, somebody who like is learning yoga, like as, as a teacher <laughs> might also be contributing, um, as it, just like some very exciting things that we're going to make from the heart and maybe even like some side discussions, like Cheesecake Factory, like how passions is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Television watching we've ever experienced in the modern era. Rest in peace to Timmy. Okay. Um, so like some of these really fun things and also just needed things, um, which is perfect. And like some worksheets, workbooks based on different prompts from different episodes. And yeah. So yeah. uh stay tuned. Yes, please. I think we'll probably be putting together some like pre-launch email signups, maybe for some extra freebies or whatever, but just keep checking in on our socials and you'll find that there when we're ready yes. to launch it. Check it. Yeah. Follow us. Together. Say that at the end, but I'll say it right now. Follow us. That's right. This is our show. Damn it. So before we get into it, where did you find healing this week? So I found a lot of healing on Sunday when, like I said, some of my like weekend sad set in, like after like the kids being sick and me starting to not feel well. And I actually took a moment to have a really good like spiritual check-in with myself actually made a spiritual bath and did a lot of self-introspection. I did a really beautiful Reiki meditation as well and um, started to just like kind of get myself together for the week and like ask myself, why am I uncomfortable? And not like, not try to troubleshoot it yet, but just say like, what is the discomfort? And uh, like really identify it so that I could then later on make some adjustments and try to just give myself the space to look at like what these growing pains are right now, like as we head into fall without judgment and hold space for them. And that was very healing for me. And then I put my ass to bed, like matterly. I was like, good night. And I was asleep by like, oh my gosh, probably nine, nine thirty, And it was a beautiful thing for me, me and the cat. You're so good about doing that. I really admire when you do that. Thank you. I have to, or I'm a raging bitch in the morning. I used to be such an early to bed, early to rise person. And as I got older, I'm not like up super late. Although I do think my Vyvanse 
probably keeps me up a little later than mm-hmm. I otherwise would be. Uh, but I just sleep in so much later. Like I, even in high school, I would be like out of bed at 5 a.m. Same. Wild. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm like, if I didn't have to get out of bed before seven o'clock, that'd be nice. I, my like ideal wake time is like seven thirty, eight o'clock. But I feel like I am very much always up before then because the cat is obnoxious. The cat's obnoxious and also like the kids just get up. So that's so nice though. That's definitely healing. I'm trying to think what I've done to find some healing this week. I've gotten back on the Peloton and I had really switched over to like a lot more Peloton yoga or yoga conditioning. And I've gotten to this point in my yoga training, I think we're like, kind of sucking the fun out of classes a little bit even like in classes for my own practice I feel like I'm taking it way too much of like how would I incorporate this into my classes that I teach and I think I just need a little bit of a break from that and I'm like Mm. I need some high intensity workout so I've been doing a lot more like writing and like strength and weights and amen honey this felt really good. There are two very different things for me. Like when I come into yoga, it's because I'm like, I want to quiet my brain in a way that I'm able to like be present. But when I'm working out and wanting something really intense, I don't even want to hear my brain. I want to just be like a physical being moving with loud music, my heart pumping. and that's- Yeah. You want to get like those endorphins like coursing, you know? Yeah. And I've definitely got a little more into that lately. It's feeling good. I missed my Peloton instructors, my favorites that I used to always bring with. She wanted for Robin to come back from her maternity. Oh my God. I love Robin. I love Camila. I love, love all of them. All of the ladies are, are the shit to me. Tunde is the most gorgeous woman I've ever seen in my life. Her skin be flawless every time. A Tunde and Cody kick lately. Yeah, but yeah. Like, and like throwback Robin rides, but I'm just like, I need some, I need some new ones, even though like, you'd never know if it was new or old. It doesn't really matter, but I'm still, yeah. I know that they're older and I want a new one. I need to get back on it. Like back when I got laryngitis and like weeks back, I like, I fell off the exercise train. And, um, I always say like, if I start by saying like, like I need to do this because I need to like, get, you know, get in shape. I won't, I won't make it. So I'm just like, no, start day at a time. Just move your body every day. Yeah. So yeah, we've talked about that, I think like, yeah. but I love that you're doing that. Yeah. I definitely feel a little bit of like body stuff creeping in and I'm trying to keep mm-hmm. that so far separate from exercise because yeah. I not associate the two things in my mind, like, or else it gets to that, like, early 2000s you got to like earn your food by burning calories I'm like that's that's not that's never brought me to a place of feeling good physically or feeling good mentally so like we're just not going to even let that happen again exercise is for my brain (laughs) the rest of it um but yeah that's a hard like line to draw I love that perspective that it's for your brain yes I'll tell you like the fact that you don't see the results in your body for like for a while it's like yes i see like like the benefit of like um of exercising for sleep and for stress relief and stuff like that um you know i feel those things with the body but like most people when they i don't say most people but a lot of people will work out for the sake of changing their form and that's fine however my crazy ass needs it for the brain yeah 
And I love that you make that distinction because it's so good for that. And if you do it for that reason, you are going to notice it immediately. Yes. When I do not work out, my brain is like a jumbled puzzle with all the pieces just thrown up in the air, nothing put together. Some of them are flipped over. Some of them are like in the other room. Somehow I got pieces from a different puzzle in there. Like everything's just a mess. When I exercise that day, I'm not going to say the puzzle comes together, but like I at least have all the pieces like sort of grouped together where they're supposed to be. Like I at least like know what I'm working with and looking at. And that is like same day. So that is immediate results. And I am an immediate instant gratification kind of girly. I don't like waiting for shit. I don't want to see results in four to six weeks. I need it now. Yeah, this is America. I want it. Right. I want it right now. That's right. My, like, American voice. Right oh. now. Yeah. yeah. I'll be a Karen for endorphins only. Give it to me now. <laughs> Let me Can I speak to the that. manager of endorphins, please? Please. Please get them in here. Yeah. So <laughs> this is where I'm finding healing. I love and that. And kicking my own ass kind of movement. I love that though. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful, Mama. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, okay, so you're talking about friendship. And I'm not gonna lie, y'all missed like the fun part probably, like because we stopped recording. <laughs> definitely um, I that's on my bad. I definitely hit that recording a little too soon because we had Monica <laughs> in the his house. Shout yeah. out to my boo. It's yeah. more trapping. She was. She was on the on the hotline with us. Um while uh, we were recording. I wanted to hear everything she had to say. <laughs> She's so funny. I um actually it's funny because I was like, can you please like record like a little something about like you and I's friendship? And I want to use it on social. And like we didn't know what to do because like we're, you know, we're like, I don't know, I don't know. Like between the two of us. And now that I think about it, like um, we were talking about over the weekend how like every year I will call her and sing her like a birthday medley of songs <laughs> and she saves them all. And I, I, I know she saves some of them, but she has like all of them like for years. And she sent me one from like a few years ago. And I was like, we are, we're a wreck, but like, I, I'm going to have to post those to social. I'm going to see if I can talk her into to sending them my way so that you can hear the kind of, the kind of um, artistry that I put into my specialized birthday medleys for friends. Yeah. The top producers have nothing on your mega mixes. No, no Scott Storch, no DJ Clue. Um, <laughs> this is all me here, people. So but yeah, the friendship. Oh my gosh. I, like we said last time, we could really talk about this forever because there's so many aspects. Like this could be a whole podcast in and of itself. Just... um all of the ways that friendship shows up in our lives and how it changes, it shifts, how our needs are met through our friends and how they become like our chosen family. And it's just, um, it's really like, I just, it's just a, a dynamic that I really love to explore because I feel blessed in that regard, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And as I was, you know, we were putting a couple of things on social over the week from last week's episode, where we were talking about friendship and just, you know, having people show up for you and being able to show up for other people. Mm-hmm. 
And there definitely was a moment where I was like, man, there's got to be people out there who are going to look at this and be like, I don't have that. I don't, I don't have a friend community who's going to come to me and like hold me up when I need to be held. And it's really hard. I think for whatever reason, there can be like friend breakups, which are awful, horrible, just growing apart. Um, there's people who, you know, have moved and maybe haven't been able to find anybody near where they are. And I definitely feel that piece of it a little more myself. I moved up to Massachusetts and I found some friends around here. It's definitely not like I don't know anybody, but I, I'm not a, I in my 20s was very into the like no new friends kind of thing. I was like, I don't need any new friends. I'm not here to make friends. I was like that girly on every reality show that's like, I'm not here to make friends. Um, <laughs> you know, I had my crew and I was like, this is all I need. I don't need anybody else. And then, you know, you kind of scatter a little bit. And then one day you look up and you're in your 30s and you got kids screaming at you. And like the only person you've spoken to who is an adult is like, your partner and you're like, oh, like if I have to talk to you for one more Nothing second. Talking to me. Yeah. Not to you anymore. Um you you need friends. You need friends close by. And that's it's been really hard for me to make the friends that you're just like, come in my house. It's a mess. Just come in. It's okay. Mm. Yeah. And I, I just wanted to like say like I I see you if you are also in that position that you're like, well, that sounds real nice. <laughs> Wish I had that. Um yeah, it's hard. It is hard. And I want to I want to put like a lot of honor into like into you saying that aloud, because I think that there are probably a lot of people who can relate and are like, I don't want to say that. But the thing but that's that's the reality of it is that we have these really big life events that shift how we show up and how others are able to show up. And sometimes those um already established friendships change or like we were saying earlier like you know your your needs as a person are different and how you get them met are different and I think that there is a really interesting pathway that like you have to walk through in order to find like your people as you transition from one phase of your life to the next and I know that that is like very common like you know like where you are in motherhood um, you know, when you moved, um, and I was like, no, please don't go back, to, <laughs> don't go back to Boston. Um, but you know, like when, when you move away and that happens so much, there are, there are people like trying to maintain those friendships from very far distances and, and they're, they're great at it, but also like the people that you can lean on every day. And that's important. And, um, I know it took me a while to find that in my adult years but I do believe that it, it happens and it happens with every, every like day that you are able to kind of put yourself out of the comfort zone, which you do, you do all the time like that. It's in those moments that people are like, Ooh, look at that. Look at that girl over there. She, she and I are in, in the zone here together. And, you know, you start to be able to kind of like see some things in other people that, um, really make you think like yeah I want to be around these people more I want to explore that with them you know yeah and 
I definitely, I'm not saying that if you don't have a good group of friends, it's because you're an asshole, because I know a lot of assholes <laughs> who have a serious group Plenty. of friends. <laughs> like, so I'm not saying it's that, but I will take responsibility for my own part that I'm not the best at following up with people and checking in on people if they're not my like established crew. So that beginning phase of friendship I know I drop the ball there a lot. And that's something that I have to be really aware of and actively like I've done real weird things to try to foster friendships now as I'm learning this about myself. Like I have ADHD brain. I don't remember shit. It's why I'm a really great person to tell secrets to because I will never remember them. Like I won't tell anybody because I forgot what you told me like five minutes later. But that also means that if I find an acquaintance and we're like, maybe get into that next step or like, maybe we'll actually become friends. I'm probably going to forget like something. So like, will I make a note on my phone or like a reminder to follow up on something and like include a specific, uh, I will. And it's so weird. And like, I pray to God my no, phone. I, I love that because you, <laughs> I just want to roll back a second because I just like, I just want to point something out, like in case you can't see it. I love that so much. And here's why. I think it's a lot of self-awareness for you to say, like, I am forgetful. And there might be some things I forget as, as like, we come into, like, uh, wanting to build a friendship, right? <laughs> but, like, if you were not, if you were not a good friend or, you know, like, the fact that you're like, I like this person and I want to remember a detail about their life because I want to show up for them later. And so I'm going to put it in my phone. I'm going to make a reminder or I'm going to jot that down or like, Hey, I remember she told me she likes this. I'm going to tuck it away for later because that's a detail about them that is important to them. I feel like there could be no greater display of being like, I'm genuinely interested in who you are and I'd be forgetting, but also like, I want to remember, you know, I just feel like that's such a beautiful thing. Well, thank you. I do hope that there is like a very clear big boundary between like a forgetful girly who just wants to like show up as a friend and a stalker taking notes on no no like if you were like the house every day at 8 37 <laughs> this is your order from starbucks Did I, like no 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 it's like it's like if i said like um I don't know something fucking weird like about me for example like oh crystal loves cocker spaniels it's her favorite dog breed true story um and like you saw something online and you're like oh my god you know who loves like weird copper spaniel memes crystal does i'm gonna send it to her that to me is a love language that's such a love language it's like i remembered that you really like copper spaniels because you're weird and here is um a few memes about them or something like that so there's just there is something about you know being like, I really, I really want to remember these details about you because they're, they're important parts of your personality. And I like your personality and I want to learn more about that with you. Um, and I think it's, it's lovely. I like, I'll tell you what, I'm really shitty at birthdays. Fucking terrible. Like every year, every year I ask like the same, like five people, I'm like, what day is it? Like, and I know it's always like within the same week. But like, I know like a, a thousand Virgos. And so I'm always like, when is it? When is it? When is it? And I know that every year they're probably like, girl, can you just like write it on a calendar? And I'm sorry. I haven't written it on a calendar yet. I'm probably going to do that forever. But 
I should really get it together. I should put it in the calendar recurring, you know, but like there are other ways, there are other details that I remember, you know, that I, I'm like, okay, I might be bad with dates, but these are some other things that I know I show up with, you know, to like remind them like, Hey, I know you and I want to continue to know you. And I think that however we as adults with a million and one things to do, remember all these details about our favorite people, however we do that is beautiful, you know? Yeah. And I mean, all right, if there, if your birthday is important to you and you are the kind of person that has a birthday week, I'm looking at you, Leos, but if that's you, that's a little shade, sorry. Um, <laughs> we all know a Leo like that though. Um, but if that is you, your friends are going to know when your birthday is, but like also tell them that that's important, right? Like don't make anybody guess, but I would say the vast majority of other people do not care if you miss the exact day of their birthday, because Hey, that means a couple of days later, it's extending the celebration when you get happy belated text. Um, I mean, that's how I approached it anyway, that I'm like, Oh, it's another birthday message the next day. Amazing. Like let's Keep the good times rolling. That's me. I'm I'm very like nonchalant about my birthday um, for the most part. This year was a little bit different, but um, even like like Monica's birthday was just recently. Uh, it's taking days Beyonce's, which she don't like that shit. But um, every like you know one one thing I learned this year, I learned a little bit more this year about like how Monica wants to be celebrated, and I'm like all these years into our friendship, I I feel like very honored that. I get to still learn a little bit more about her and be like, oh, damn, I didn't think about it this way. Like, this is really like something that is um, important and beautiful to her. And so like, and I want her to feel special. So like, we're going to do A, B, and C. Um, and I, and I love that. I like that there is always still, you know, within a friendship room to kind of grow and, and surprise your friends and be like, Hey, like, this is what I'm thinking I'd like to do. You know, can we make a little bit of a deal out of it this year or whatever? You know, like I, I like that. Um, and even if like we don't get it exactly right or we don't get the, the the date right, I feel like, you know, your friends are always just very happy for the intention right. and, you know, for the ways we show up. There's recently all those TikToks that are like, ask your man how often he thinks about the Roman Empire. Have you seen this? What? What is, what is this? Apparently men think about the Roman Empire like all the time. I asked Jimmy about it. He says it's like three to four times a week. He probably thinks. And I'm like, what? But then I love how there's all these other ones that are like, what is a girl's Roman Empire? And it's like Princess Diana, JonBenet Ramsey, like all these things, like true crime this, true crime that. And the other one, I saw somebody posted one that was like the friend you lost touch with or like your old best friend. And that for me is so true because I had a best friend in high school who I I need to like own that as we got older I wasn't a very good friend and I do take a lot of responsibility for us losing track and losing that relationship because she was really really special to me I think in a lot of ways she was like kind of my first love also I think like went beyond just friendship I I really truly like loved her and it's I sister to you. Yeah, I think about her all the time. And losing that friendship 
it's definitely taught me more about how to treasure what I have now. But I do think if I had a time machine, that's the thing I would go fix is like showing up in the places where in my early 20s, I was an idiot and didn't know how to be a good friend to someone who was in a different position of their life and in a different place. And we weren't right near each other. And, you know, our your early 20s unfold and unroll on this. There's like infinite pathways that you can choose. And the fact that you know, you and your friend might not be on the same one for a little while. It's hard. And I've had other friends that like, we weren't on the same path, but like we came back to each other. So I guess the silver lining there is there's still time, right? Like maybe we can together one day. Um, it's a very big thing to be in this space and look back and be like, oof, you know, I, I relatable content. Um, my early twenties, <laughs> what a blur, you know, like what a blur. And I can, I can easily name several instances where I was terrible because I was, um, in the, in the like quest to have like other needs I had met. Um, I wasn't like being a good friend. I think what changed, what changed that for me was, um, like, if you know me personally, you know that I lost um, one of my best friends when we were really young, like in her, like 23. Um, and she was, we, we all knew her from high school um, and we were very close. Her and I lived together when um, I was in college in Salisbury. I think that that put something into perspective for me about like, um, you know, they always say like, give people your flowers, give their flowers while they're here, right? Um, and I don't always get it right, but I think that that really propelled me into, um, wanting to tell the people that I am friends with as often as possible, how much I love them. And I appreciate like the way that they show up. Um, and there's, there's something about that because like my friends are also like my chosen family, you know, um, we're like, you're saying, you know, you're saying like friend is like not even a big enough word. Right. Um, but yeah, there, there is something about the grief that really puts things into this perspective of like, I'd really like to do this differently again. And I don't ever think that it's too late, not ever, um, for like when you, you know, when you might've grown apart a little bit and you've learned a lot to like come back and say, like, I've learned so much about myself and, you know, about the kind of friendship energy I want you know swirling in my life and I just want to say like that even if nothing else our our time as friends really means a lot to me and I look back on it really really fondly um because it can change like the trajectory of of where you are now in your friendship you know yeah and there's there's so much self work that really has to go on there because as much as I've changed from those days where I just kind of was a garbage friend I don't even know that I'm fully capable of accepting it out and saying it out loud and acknowledging like exactly what I did wrong. Admitting it to myself of being like, whew, I did not care enough about other people. I was really lucky and slipped out of things without many consequences and other people face those consequences. And I just walked away in some cases. and 
it's really shameful. And I think having to accept that and acknowledge it and apologize, I don't know how to do that. And, you know, I, I know I beat myself up over this a lot. And I also, at the same time, would tell a friend in that situation, this is your first time being a human on planet Earth. We're learning this for the first time. And we're all learning this for the first time. You've never been here and done this before. Um, Maybe just like, you know, stop beating yourself up. Take a second. Yeah. And it's, it's really, you know, you were also so much younger and there is so much we don't know about our capacity to weather different storms in our lives and also like show up for other people. And so, you know, like, I just say that to say, like, give yourself lots of grace because I think the fact that you're even thinking about it still and that it weighs so heavily on you in that way is like, because girl, there are people that are like, I mean, yeah, like, I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> like, but that, like, that's, that's not your nature. Um, and just to acknowledge that like here you are in this place saying like yeah I can look back on some things and say like I didn't handle that in the way that I wish I would have but like then you didn't know you did not know how to do it then you know now and that's the difference and that's the healing is in that too you know and you know hopefully the rest will come there's also the piece of it that's like when you are that young and making those really stupid decisions and not being the person that you would be now right where are you acting from when you were that young Oof. I can tell you that like it has been a constant process in my life and my adulthood to step away from a place of moving and making decisions out of fear and I'm gonna guess that 22 year old me who was doing really stupid shit oh honey terrified and it's not an excuse definitely not I'm not trying to make an excuse here but I do know that Every decision I had made was really just grasping wildly for a little bit of a feeling of safety. And at least looking back at my relationships with that lens, I'm able to understand mm. it a lot, even if I can't rationalize it with who I am now. Oh, girl. Youngins are idiots. <laughs> Fucking foolish. If you want to hear, um, <laughs> I'm going to tell a story because I love to run my mouth and feel vulnerable and then regret it later. When I was in high school, I had this boyfriend who was very sweet, but absolutely no good for me. <laughs> like not good for me. And, uh, <laughs> he was in jail. Okay. Stop. Okay. Ah! Okay. He was in jail. And um, he was so sweet though. And I was like, oh my God, like, look, I fucking, I am who I am, right? Anyway, he had gotten arrested for something. He was in jail for a few days, something like that. Maybe a few weeks, I don't know. I had scheduled some time to <laughs> go out with Monica and Teresa. And that, that probably at the time, like might've looked like we were gonna like ride around in our car and like smoke out of a bowl. I don't know. We were doing something. And I want to say it was like around the Thanksgiving time frame, maybe. And I found out that my boothing 
was home and I canceled on my homegirls so I could go see my boo. Okay. And they were pissed. And at the time I was like, it's fine. Like, surely they understand. But like, also girl, like, first of all, what are you doing? Why, first of all, why you got a boyfriend in jail? Second, why are you dogging your friends to go hang out with your boyfriend that just got out of jail? And, but me, like, fucking idiot that I was, and also just, you know, someone who at the time felt very validated by the males, okay? And, and like, you know, the attention of boys. That was where my priority was. And I hate that for me. <laughs> I hate that for me because dudes are a dime a dozen, especially when you're, you know, like 16, 17 years old. And I would have much rather have looked back on the memory and been like, I, I was out like rolling around with my girls, um, cackling it like nothing, because that's what we do. Like that, those nights are the best. And I could kick myself every time I think about that. Cause I'm like, first of all, like, listen to what a mess you were. Second, you know, like you, you missed out. And, um, and I always feel bad about it. And like every now and then, like Monica or Teresa will like tease me about it. They'll be like, eh. And I'll, I'll never forget, like, <laughs> that like, I did not even, it did not even occur to me at the time that like what I was doing was like kind of shitty. It was just like a, oh my God, guys, my boyfriend's over jail. <laughs> <laughs> right. And like, they were the bad friends if they didn't understand. Yeah, like, oh my God, like, how could you guys not understand that my boyfriend's over jail? Um, for spoiler alert, we didn't last very long. Did he end up going back? Is that why? So, much uh, later, I'll have to tell you off here. Oh no! Oh my <laughs> like, God. It's much worse. Um, it's actually it's actually quite sad. But um, but he was he really was like one of the sweetest people. Just a person not in a good place. Um, and that that I just want to note that that was a theme of my life this person is really sweet, but they're not good for me is literally the zone I lived in for the following decade. Oh yeah. And some of them who weren't sweet and not good for me. I loved, I loved for a solid like 10 years to choose the absolute biggest fuck person I could find. Yeah. Yeah. Not say in your early twenties, you're not you, but like people are known for making really good decisions that are well thought out and good yeah. long term like plans. I just started like a year ago. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, jury's still out even on me. Like, I don't even know. We'll see how some of these go. <laughs> but yeah, I, I am lucky that like my, my friends, <sighs> that I have them. <laughs> That I have them, like for real, that I have them and that, like I said, that they've shown up for me in the way they have. And that um, I always thought that it would be really, really difficult to make friends as you got older. But I feel like all it is really done because we have some of the insight from our early 20s and, and before then. And, you know, those like really like somewhat tumultuous times in our life when we're really learning ourselves as adults. I think that I've been able to collect some of the experiences and learn some things for them been like a very big part of of my healing like I said last time it's just showing up and and asking to be seen by them but also like really wanting to make a lot of effort to see them as well where we are in our life this is this conversation is definitely inspiring me to reach back out to that girly um just let her know that like I 
totally understand if you don't want to, you know, have a conversation or any sort of relationship with me anymore. I know that we're probably in different places, but you are in most of my favorite memories of high school. And I will really just forever treasure that and probably forever kind of beat myself up over letting it go. But if nothing else, those are times that I look back on and really smile because we were so foolish together. Mm -hmm. So silly and so stupid. And yeah, like we said, friend is not a strong enough word because that girl was like half my heart for a while. And in some ways I think it it still lives in there. So Oh beautiful. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I'll keep it. Call into the show. show. (laughs) You know who you are. I love that though. It is beautiful. She can call in and just ream me out. (laughs) I'll take a good public lashing about being a shitty friend (laughs) in my twenties. Um, I think we all have plenty of things that we could take a lashing for. Yeah. I guess it doesn't have to be public lashing. We don't really need to like shame ourselves and be No, there's no there's this is not Game of Thrones. We don't need to shame like too hard. But if Hannah Waddingham publicly shame me, she's like, Mommy, I love her. And Ted Lasso. (laughs) Good God. Rebecca is like I just started that and I like I haven't even gotten to the first season like is she not mommy she is mommy she's she's a she's a hottie that's for sure she's tall she's tall she can yell at me girl this sounds like a different podcast (laughs) (laughs) I mean there's nothing friendly about it yeah we can change the subject there a little bit (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I, I love that we got to touch on just like some of the lessons learned in friendships because everything isn't, you know, everything isn't always going to be like cackles and like mimosas and, um, you know, the reality is that like, um, just like with all the other things that we have to face in life, there are lots of transitions and things that maybe we wish we would have done differently or or had the opportunity to do differently. And I just think that no matter where we are in our, in like the journey of learning about ourselves, we're always going to uncover some of those parts. Um, But I think ultimately to look at them makes them really beautiful. Like to look at them, like gives you some perspective of like, maybe some like a, a tinge of sadness, but also like, oh, but like, look how beautiful that also was. Yes. You know, like I, I spent like a solid, oh my gosh, many years trying not to think about the death of my best friend. And, um, I, I I can't, I think about her every single day, every day of my life. And I figured it's better for me to think about her every day and smile about it and maybe shed a tear or many about it than to not be able to to think about those beautiful things um, at all. You know, like if I have to have the tears to accompany like the, the things that I, I want to remember desperately, then okay, I'll take it. Have you seen like on Instagram and just going around the internet, there's like all those things, like we were girls together and just how special that really is when you look back and think like we were, we were babies together. Like we were, 
we're just girls. We thought we knew so much. We really did. We thought we knew. Yeah, those moments. So much. Just made so much of who we are. I would never trade any of those for the pain of the loss of it. Mm. I mean, I wish I could change things, you know, with that time machine. For sure. It does make me think about the girl summer that we had a lot of us were noticing that this summer felt really special with girlhood with taylor and beyonce and the barbie movie and just what what a really sacred time a lot of those places felt like going going to the movies going to a show and having that really big sense of girlhood and community and what it feels like when it's silly and sparkly and just safe to be together. Mm. I think that's why a lot of the stuff this summer just took over societally because really nothing's really recaptured the feeling of being a girl with your best friend quite like those places did. I want to keep this summer going forever. I, I loved the feeling of it. It felt in a lot of ways like the entire world and obviously not the entire world, but you know, you get my point. Yes. I feel like in a cocoon, like I was just in a it, little cocoon yeah. with my girls. I do. It felt like I was in the girls' bathroom, at like a nightclub and or like a bar. Like there is, I feel bad for people who don't do that and like don't go out to places like that. Just like there is no greater love than you will have or feel from someone you have never spoken to before and will never speak to again in about seven minutes when she is like crying over how beautiful you are and you're fixing each other's hair and like you might walk out of that room both breaking up with your boyfriends because that's what goes on in those girls bathrooms and I felt like we're a split back tea is spilled yeah Yeah. oh I love the girls bathroom you know any private room where I can cackle with like like a witch is my favorite like I think I spent the whole summer um oh my gosh I we all know how I spent the whole summer but like when I think about the <laughs> when I think about this summer like I think about like how like Monica and I spent a lot of time like just in here like like Monica and I scream laugh like we scream laugh at things um like we are the funniest people we know and um that was amazing celebrating um my friend Julie and and her birthday and all the awesome things in her life me and Jessica um (laughs) out in the street like but just you know like continuing our our spiritual growth and like investing in that part of ourselves and like going out and having a good time and um just like seeing some of just these beautiful people like having like a regular brunch with my friend Stacy has been so lovely and you know sending insane texts about crime Rangoon back and forth with my friend Teresa like each each of my like friendships has like this beautiful little like channel with which we like share our energy together and it's and it just is so special and this summer was like full of that and it literally has like picked me up off the floor and like starting a podcast with one of your favorite people in the whole wide world <laughs> like so many amazing things everything just felt like summer camp that is summer. it the summer felt like summer camp without the drama though and like, the straight up vibes 
Yeah, I think it sort of felt like we were outside of the male gaze for a little bit. There wasn't the performance aspect. Not that like any individual woman, I'm not going to say that like women just are doing what they're doing for the attention of men. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I do think as a group, the gaze of men is on women and we are not allowed to exist or have relationships outside of uh, the profit of men. And <laughs> it felt like we were able to step outside of that and be like, no, no, no. Our businesses are Taylor, Beyonce, and Greta. Like those are those are our capitalist icons that we're going to give our money to. And you know what? Like, yes, it's still within the system, blah, 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 blah. But they're women. And we get to do and how that. they make us feel. Right. It's a lot. Yeah. I also want to note that there's been a couple times that I went out this summer and I saw like gaggles of girls, like girl girlfriend groups in the club or at the bar or at the lounge or whatever, out to dinner. And they could give a shit. Like they looked fantastic. They were, it's like you could tell, like you were saying, like that they're not concerned about the male gaze. Like some of them were dressed to the like, you know in their heels and their body cons and you know their hair was like done all up and some were like just very casual and whatever but they were doing it for them like you could absolutely tell that their energy was such that they didn't care if you were looking at them or not they were there to look at each other like they were there to see each other they were there to shake ass with each other they were there to have drinks with each other to to be loud and to laugh and to you know be hyped together they were, you know, not concerned with who was looking at them. And I just wanted to be like, dang, like if I could go back a solid like 15 years, I would love to do that too. But like, I was like, you know what, what? Of course I can do that right now, <laughs> you know? And um, I just love seeing a lot of the younger generations of women really lean into, uh, this is like a slight tangent, but lean into enjoying each other's company and continuing like to have a really good time together and cultivate their friendships together completely decentering them from the process amen let's that's have it that's it <laughs> over if we could just implement like like shoot that into my veins okay like shoot that into everyone's veins because that it felt like that's what we've been looking for this whole time. And I don't know how we carry that through. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to give it up. Um, so I think there's like a desperately holding on to it. And like, I'm a girl's girl. Like I loving it. Like I'm for the girls. Like I will, like I'm ready to die for my girlies. And like my girlies, meaning like, any girly I don't even know, anybody I just met, if you, we like sat next to each other and we have like a similar color on, like, guess what? Now we're besties. Um, I just want to keep that. That kind I of do. Feeling. It's so same. Good. Same. I only have one male friend. One. Shout out to Derek, whose wife, Maya, I'm also very close with and I love her so much. And I'm like, that's it. That's, that's more than I need. <laughs> You've hit your quota. You're that's it. That's, that's it. 
um yeah like and 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 I do I, I love my I love my girls they are they are literally my family and um I hope that you know like as you listen to this like you, you know you get like a smile across your face just about just your crew you know like just your crew in the way that they like lift you and you know the way you lift them and how you can keep that energy going from the, this this summer from from whenever that it's never too late really look at the depth of those friendships and want to just let it fill your cup yeah and it's also never too late to add some new girlies to the squad um, i was really excited for the barbie movie i actually went with two newer friends who i didn't know very well um, oh, yeah. two women that I met in my yoga teacher training and we decided pretty early on that we were going to go see Barbie together and I definitely had this moment that I was like am I going to be able to like relax am I going to be able to watch mm-hmm. a movie if I, I'm a crier I love a good cry at a movie and it was just really special to get to go and experience something with some new friends and Did your mom go when your oh, mom went. Know, another time with my mom yeah and of course like I, I was like, you know I love your mom <laughs> mom I saw the Barbie movie three times in the movie theater I haven't seen it shut your face I know so listen I have a lot of like the way my ADHD is set up I have a lot of like issues going to the movies um and I have yeah. I, like I get very squirmy and weird yeah and I wanted to go but I just couldn't make it happen like with the schedule so I can't wait to watch it because I everybody that I have talked to has had nothing but great things to say about it all across the board that it was absolutely not what they expected. Plus, like anything with Issa Rae in it, I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. Um, and I'm really, really excited for that alone. Okay. But like, yeah, I and I watched like The Little Mermaid this weekend, too. And I was just like, yes, all the movies. I think I like to save it, too, for like a quarter month so that I have something to. It's on digital now, so you can watch it excellent that's on my agenda it's gonna like keep it'll keep your attention it's moves fast it's not super long you'll you'll enjoy it I enjoyed it so much and I normally like I can't even watch a five minute show because I'm like I can't focus on that but I was able to watch it several times another point that you brought up when we were initially talking about potentially doing an episode about friendship was about why are women fighting like what (laughs) is this I'm fighting out here. That's crazy to me. I think it plays so closely to what we were saying about decentering men in female friendships. Because what we see on TV and our societal model of friendship, of female friendship, is what? Real Housewives? Like, we get so few shows about female friends going to bat for each other. And I think that's why shows like Ted Lasso and Parks and Rec like these shows where there are really great female friendships that come through those become really special to people but they're also way the minority of what we see reflected to us in tv and media where every other show is just bitches be fighting like every uh-huh. like every fucking time getting flipping tables pulling hair throwing wigs on the floor like that is not real life that's not that's not real life and also like I've never that's not anything that I've experienced. Even like when I've had like beef with a friend or, you know, or something that just needed to be resolved. That's never something that I've experienced because I just don't, I was about to be like, that's not how I am. That's not necessarily true. (laughs) But 
if you, I'm, I'm a firm believer that like, if you, if you get me to that point, like why, why would we be friends? That's, that's crazy. So I, I've never gotten there because I just don't allow that energy close to me, but I watched, I rewatched three different shows. I rewatched, these are all classic black television. Okay. I rewatched girlfriends. I rewatched living single in its entirety, my personal favorite and insecure another personal favorite and they are my favorite representations of female friendship because there's like there's bickering and there's like a little drama or whatever but like at the end of it is like this infinite love you know for one another and um and all of these shows like show like these girlfriends less so that was mad problematic but like insecure and living single really show like you know your friendships in these transitional states as if you move through like young adulthood to like adulthood to like oh shit like people are getting married and having babies and or you know are finding their way through life you know outside of that path and like <laughs> I was like even in those I was like I don't there's a lot of like beefs that I don't have but like I felt like those are really good examples where conflicts can come up and they can be resolved without like this weird um social media-esque style of managing conflict and maybe that speaks to more about how we as a society handle conflict than it does about um friendship but i feel like it's all tied together truly but also like those shows that you mentioned and like a couple others i can think of about like female friendships or that feature female friendships maybe not are specifically about them they are girls shows like they are not considered mass media even mm. and like why is that i'm not going to say that real housewives is you know for the boys it's not like they're a big audience but even thinking through you know more popular shows i just i don't watch a ton of like the game of thrones or like those type of like really popular shows i don't have the attention span for those sorts of things but from what I've seen, it doesn't seem like, you know, it, it seems like there's more bromances and shows, oh, yeah. more popular shows than female friendships that ring true to what we live in our lives. Mm-hmm. That's like, are the men profiting off of this? Oh, like, I'm sure they do profit when we when we are pitted against each other. And they often do. And are we being trained to, I'm like, that's where the disconnect is for me. Because if you watch all these shows and they're saying, you know, TV or media as a mirror, as a lens that we're holding up and seeing ourselves reflected in, that one just does not hit. Like, I know very few people in real life, even the biggest assholes I know, I don't know many people who are constantly having these dragged down talking shit fights like, yeah, like what are y'all doing just like well like it just who, who has time for that the the biggest fights you that i've seen or like been part of are between different groups of friends maybe and then you call your homegirls to come over and be like there's this girl here at this party can you come over and make her feel real uncomfortable because I don't like her that's acceptable (laughs) I'm not gonna say that I've never done that um but also my homegirls came through 
and made the girl feel she was very passive aggressive towards her because that's how I handle conflict yes yeah there were lots of dirty looks um yeah but no there's no I think the worst thing I ever did like when I really didn't like someone steal a bottle of wine from their house and leave their party like I was at the party I took a bottle of wine like from the party and I was like but like also that's something that I would have done even if I did like somebody <laughs> uh, like yeah like don't be offended I would have taken wine from you no matter what behavior <laughs> at that age was not dependent on if I liked not I was just a barnyard animal gremlin oh yeah I was always like I was listen I was such a gremlin if you let me into your house it was like you had let a pig from the farm run through your shit <laughs> she was getting mud all everything she was she was a mess and a monster and I don't know how much damage I caused back then but it was not good but also like that's on you you like if you invited me over, you should have known better. I probably warned you. I, I feel like at this, one of the best things about being this age and like having like these well-established friendships is the fact that they all know exactly how the fuck I am. You want to take me somewhere? I got to be quiet. Don't do that. Mm-mm. Okay. That's crazy. Why would you do that to me? You know? You why would you do that to you? Right. Like why? You want to shush me for an hour oh. or two? How many hours are you going to shush me for? Because however long you have in you, I have longer to go. I will be a mess. I'm always ready. All right. I'm a, I, when I tell you that I'm always ready to switch to demon time, I am not kidding. That's where I live, baby. In that gremlin cave. I think the world should be thanking themselves or like thanking us for the fact that we don't live closer. Honest to God. Y'all really should. Seriously. You don't know how bad it could be. It could be worse. For all of you. No, just kidding. <laughs> would destroy everything i will wreck this shit the worst thing i ever did probably like with a friend what well not the worst but like i remember distinctly um knocking over like a chip rack display at sheets when i was drunk and prospered and i was like oh shit i need to get my life together um that's not the worst thing i did in prosper but that was one of my favorites because i i would never do something like that like i was like oh my god i did that I walked out of a bar, bathroom in Fells Point. A friend had like rented the bar out. She wanted to have like a really nice upscale party. I was like, in Fells Point. I was like, the problems. Of- sure. <laughs> sure. I went to the bathroom. My friend are like, are you okay? I was like, somebody flushed a champagne glass down the toilet. And they were like, was it you? <laughs> I was like, it was me. <laughs> And then, like, 10 minutes later, what? What did you do? is running to the bathroom and, like, putting up, like, signage saying, like, this is closed. You can't go in there. And I'm like, you invite me somewhere I don't want to be. I will take down their whole store. I, I will throw a champagne glass in this toilet. It I, I want to say it was not intentional. I had placed <laughs> champagne glass on the back of the toilet tank. Ah, uh, that's fair. I thought you were like, what does this do? Uh, <laughs> it's like. That should speak to my prior behavior that everyone was like, Deanna, you did that on purpose. And I was just like, (laughs) really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you have any tips for people when it comes to making friendships for together more closely? Oh my gosh. Absolutely. First things first, like, I really just feel like if you're, if you're worried that like you're weird and you're gonna have trouble making friends, please let your weird out, let your weird out. I am telling you, 
that no good friend I ever had came from me being like pretending for a second that I was normal. Yeah, l- let your weird out to play a bit in that space is where you find like your kindred spirits. Yes. And on that, the faster you let it out, the faster you will know if this person is for you or not. Don't waste your time pretending to be somebody or not. Seriously. Like show show up as you and show up as you completely whole. My personal strategy is to, if, if I make like a really good off-color joke and you respond well to it, like we're good. Yeah. Off-color joke or like, or I say something that's kind of like wild and out of pocket, but you know, it's true. And so we're all going to laugh. That's always mm-hmm. a good strategy for me because that kind of tells you where I'm at a lot of the time. And I feel like letting my weird out has been like essential for me to find my true, true people. And also just meeting people where they are too, like letting things build really naturally and allowing yourself to be vulnerable. If we can like go back to, you know, some of what we were talking about a few weeks ago, allow yourself to be vulnerable and you have to allow yourself to be seen too. If you want to have those good friendships, you know, that is really sweet. Yes. That is so true. Um, being weird and being vulnerable at the same time. You might as well just overshare from day one. And if they don't like it, they're not your people. That's okay. I know uh, I went, I'm real socially awkward. I went to a, an event and it was like, I had nothing going on in my life. Like I'm a stay at home mom. Like, what do you want from me? Um, and people were like, well, what have you been up to lately? And I was like, um, I don't, I, you know, same old, same old. But let me tell you about what I did 500 years ago because I just had a past life regression and this I'm happy so to be all about the fact that I like was a tavern wench. And <laughs> I'm like, you know, shut up, like shut your mouth. This is so weird. This is too weird. And I'm like, on the way home, I was like, you were so weird. You shouldn't have done all that. And I'm like, you know what? Nah, if they didn't like it, that's fine. No, let me tell you what. I'm going to tell you every time I'm fucking weird. I'm going to talk about psychic shit. I'm going to talk about witchy shit. I want to talk about astrology. I want to talk about the embarrassing thing that happened to you in, your, in third grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is not this is not to be confused with me having a lack of boundaries. It's yeah. more like when I know that like I'm trying to cultivate a friendship, if these things come up and I think that they're weird, I'm going to talk about them because if they're up, they're up. Okay. And, and I just feel like. We're humans, yeah. all humans. And you know what humans do? They shit their pants sometimes. Yeah. So talk about it. Okay. Like weapons. That's how you shit your pants. Okay. These are the things I need to know about because I also need I to wanna know your most embarrassing shit ever. Like the like the things that you're like, this is this is this is a great segue into if you have some listener emails that you want to send in. <laughs> Please email us and tell us about the last uh, shit your pants. Or when you tell somebody else do it. Because oh as God. I said earlier, Embarrassing. I'm not, not going to remember what you said. <laughs> no, not unless we play this episode back a couple times. But like, but seriously, like I, I think I, I like those like weird stories because they just let me know so much about a person and like how they handle like conflict or awkward awkwardness or like, I love people's imperfection. I love people's imperfection and I love to see it because I think it is what endears me to them. And I think that that's why I love to hear those wild ass stories like that. Right. Because if I know that you can laugh at yourself 
I know that you're also going to help me shake it off a little bit when I'm taking myself too seriously or beating myself up too much because it's just not that serious. Like we are a tiny little person on a speck of a planet in an infinite galaxy and universe with like time is not real. Nothing is that serious. So if you can help me like enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah. Your real life. Your humanity a bit. Yeah. I think that's essential. Yeah. So I think one thing that I've had to do and I would encourage other people to do as well. If you're like in that place where you're like, I don't have any friends. It's so hard to make new friends. It's really gross. I know I hated it, but like you really do just have to put yourself out there a little bit more. And mm-hmm. if you're the kind of person that doesn't naturally uh, remember a lot of things and make those connections, you, can, you might have to force it a little bit. You might have to put a reminder on your phone to text this person that you met a couple of days ago and follow up on how that restaurant was that they mentioned or like ask them where they got their haircut or like send them the contact information for the librarian that you knew like find reasons to follow up with people because otherwise some of us are really good at just never talking to someone again and those those little moments are all opportunities and openings for what could become a really beautiful friendship. Mm, I love that. Hey, oh, I love, I, I truly do love this conversation. Can we, we get talk about this endlessly? Can we give people two challenges this week? Yes. Okay. They're scary. I don't even know that I want to do them because I don't know <laughs> how to do them. Okay, first one. Reach back out to somebody along the way. I know last week we said the challenge was to like reach out to a current friend and give them their flowers. Now, can you reach back out to somebody that you've lost touch with, maybe a former friend and just, you know, it doesn't have to be a big, huge reconciliation, but maybe just a moment to say, hey, the times that we shared were really special. And I think about them a lot, really fondly. Thank you for being in my life at that point. I love that. Second challenge might be scarier depending who you are as a person but follow up with somebody new give yourself like a little opportunity because there's no such thing as not needing any new friends like you can open that heart space a little tiny bit and just give somebody a little bit of a way in even if it's you know another mom that you see at drop off every once in a while or somebody that like you see at your gym or your yoga class, like just grab their number and say like, Oh, let me text this to you later. Like I'll get this to you. Yeah. Organic beyond measure. That's, that's a beautiful way to do it. Yeah. You could just like, you know, you don't have to, you can like make up a reason. You can ask them, say like, Oh, will you send me the the hair salon that you go to? <laughs> and then boom, they're in your phone and you can follow up with them a couple of days later, but just give there yourself you a little bit of an end to plant that seed. They might seed. They might turn into your new best friend. They might just be a really weird fucking story that you can tell somebody one day, which is honestly sometimes better. So I love that. Oh, I love these challenges. And also bonus, just tell tell your people that, you know, you have in your life. Um, give them their flowers. Remind that you love them. And some, you know, if you if your friends are like my friends, maybe like, oh, bitch, why like why are you being all like weird and sentimental? But like you know, remind them it's okay to be a bush from time to time and just that you love them and you love that you have them in your life. Yeah. So that was really sweet. I feel like that should be the ongoing every week challenge. It's just 
Tell someone you love them. Attitude of gratitude, people. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So make sure you tune in next week when we will be talking about affirmations. Affirmations. So I affirm that wholeheartedly. I too. <laughs> I'm excited for this one. I, I love affirmations and I can't wait to show you the ways that I use them and they're going to, it's going to be a goodie. So come and see us. Send us out this week with an affirmation to carry us through to the next episode. Cool. I recently, like I said, on Sunday, I did a spiritual bath. Okay. And I took part of a prayer provided by amazing herbalist, the Empress Karen Rose in Brooklyn from her book, Spiritual Herbalism. And the protection prayer, the very last line of the protection prayer is, I am everywhere God is, all is well. Oh, that. When I tell you that that affirmed me on Sunday, whatever you believe that, that God is or spirit is or universe is, it just was the simple and beautiful line that I needed. I am everywhere. God is all as well. I love that. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. It feels very similar to one I use a lot, which is maybe like a slightly different twist on it. So people can pick which of the two they like um, or do them both. Use both of them. But what is for me will not pass me. Oof. Mm. If it's there for us, all is well, just like you said. That's beautiful. That's that is a rooting one. That roots me like in place in the most beautiful way. What's for me will not pass me. Be fearful and tune in more next week when you can find out more about affirmations because Crystal is a genius when it comes to them, and I can't. (laughs) I can't wait to share. Thank you so much, Vienna, darling. Where can the people find you? The good people can find me at Glow Up Inside Out on the old Instagram. We are also there as Healing Happy Hour Pod. And you should definitely follow us there and on TikTok because we be posting, okay? Posting, okay? Follow us there on TikTok, on Instagram. You can also find me at Temple Honey Healing. We want to hear from you. We haven't gotten a lick of tea. Y'all are slipping, but we have faith, okay? Um, But yes, let us know your thoughts um, in the comments and in our email. We'd love to hear from you guys. And in the meantime, be blessed, okay? Well, yes. Okay, honeys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for hanging out with us at the Healing Happy Hour. Subscribe or follow to make sure you don't miss a single episode. We're dropping wisdom and foolishness every Thursday, and we want you here with us. See you next week.